0: You're listening to the Jack and Zach Talk Catch Show. Yeah, yeah, like it was ooh, I'm feeling okay, Cruising
1: down the riverside west side of Kentucky, ooh, I'm feeling okay, I'm feeling...
0: few headlines here, guys, okay? Kentucky football falls to number 22 in AP Po. Kentucky-Gonzaga basketball announced six-year series. And finally... Lost cat found in Idaho nine years after wandering away from California home. Found where? He was. The cat was found in Idaho. Damn. Nine years later, about a thousand miles away from its California home, and I. And the, let me tell you something, Jack. I actually read the story this time. I was like, that's a little bit hard to believe. Yeah. But they called this lady uh, because the cat had a microchip with all of her information (laughs) that she had filed years, nine years ago. Yeah.
1: So here it is. That's pretty crazy. Um, I I guess my thing is not that it could travel necessarily like the distance. I think it's the staying alive, like not being eaten by something, not being run over, not being brought inside by a crazy cat lady that never lets you back out. Like, I I mean –
0: Possibly pass from human to human too. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah, cat true. lady, like you say, yeah.
1: Sure, sure, totally. I mean, it could could be anything. No, no telling what the story is. But uh that's crazy. I thought we had a dog, or we still got her, but um, she disappeared for probably two or three weeks, and we we're like, well, that's the end of that. And then we see on Facebook that they this place up maybe. I don't know, 15 miles from us. Uh, she was just wandering up around the, the, this little spot in the road and they picked her up and we had a, a real hard time believing that, you know, that she would even travel to the other side of the County, but the, the thousand miles is really doing it. Jaja when I kill you, she's trying to dig my side up, man. I ain't having it.
0: Can she hear you or are you just saying that to yourself to her?
1: No, she's only mere feet away from me.
0: Oh, yeah. I forget you do this on your porch. Yeah, I used to do it in the car.
1: My, I say, it's pretty damn cold out here tonight. It was real cold last night, but we're down. My my thermometer says 45 degrees, and I'm all about the cold weather. Been waiting on it, built for it, love it, so on so forth. But right there when it changes, like from being sweating outside, and then within that same couple of weeks, you're – you're then having to wear a hoodie and long yeah. pants. It, it that that initial shock, man. It's
0: uh-huh.
1: Hey, it's. I feel
0: it. you. I, I wish we got a little more fall. Honestly.
1: Ooh, yeah. man, and maybe I mean the it's it's going to soften up a little bit, but you know, y'all hear about that next time on the old Jack and Zach weather report. <laughs>
0: I do appreciate the dedication out there in the cold, man.
1: I love it, man. I, I kind of like being outside doing it. I don't know. I, I think it's because maybe that's how I started. Yeah. So I feel like I have to. There's no reason why I couldn't do this in my house. No reason.
0: Well, you have a sleeping child, maybe.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, but. And a wife. Yeah, but I could get somewhere they couldn't hear me. That's what I'm saying. Okay. touche. Anyway, go ahead. Well.
0: I mean, let's let's talk about the bad, I guess, which is a
1: lot of it out there. You know, it's it's funny, like the the study of the human brain. But last week when we played Ole Miss and we were down and all that crappy stuff was happening, we were kind of beating ourselves. I I don't know, man. I, I felt different about it. I was like, "Yeah, we're undefeated. We got Will Levis, Chris Rodriguez back. Like, we're going to pull this out. We're not going to do something stupid and lose to yeah. them in a way and, uh, you know, miss a couple of kicks and have terrible snaps and do all this stuff. Like, that ain't going to happen. And then against South Carolina, of course, first play of the game or on offense for us was terrible. A turnover, You basically oh. give a touchdown right there from the jump. Um, So the whole game, I was just sour. I was just sour the whole entire time. I'm so yep. glad I didn't drive up there and go to that, which I couldn't anyway. But still, man, like that. You know, you know, when I really looked over and I was like, man, we're screwed. It's over. Like, we're not winning this game. We,
0: mm-hmm. made,
1: a, we made a huge mistake. Don't even remember what it was because there were so many of them. And they put the camera on Stoops. And he wasn't doing anything. He just looked defeated. Like, he was like, this is really what y'all did. You came out here and laid an egg against this freaking idiot coach. And that's the thing. Stoops had talked a bunch of shit about him yeah. earlier in the year. And I don't know, man. It's just like you, you've you been beat twice in a row. Yeah. And I don't yeah. care what anybody says. You were the better team in both games. Yep. yep. And you gave it to them. You gave 100%. it to them.
0: And it means – that's one of my takeaways, man, kind of. I, I hate it when people talk shit and don't back it up. And I guess Stoops can't really get on the field and back it up. But he talked that crap about South Carolina coach and let him yep. come in here and defeat us. And yep. he and I, I'm not trying to get on the football, basketball school per- thing again. But even after that, he tweeted about, don't we yep. compete in the SEC? So you're talking that shit there, and now you drop two. But one of the easiest ones you're gonna have next, to second to Vandy. Yep. And then also oh Miss. You should have. I mean, clearly the better team in that game too. It's just, you, I'm, I'm very disappointed.
1: Yeah, no, I, I agree. You gotta
0: back that shit up.
1: I think most of us are, and I think you hit on it. Really, it's like we're, we're kind of anytime we open our mouths, like we have to eat our words. Rich Scangarello talking about, uh, oh, yeah, come rush quarterback. That's fine. We got a bunch of plays drawn up where we're going to beat the rush. And it Will ends up getting hit so many times that he has an injury. Like, you could say, oh, well, he stepped off the bus funny, you know, when they came back to – I mean, yeah, okay, I guess. But him getting his ass whipped out there, you know, the whole game, that doesn't help. So – and then yesterday, well, whatever day today is, whenever we played South Carolina, they had had like four sacks all year.
0: Oh, my God. That's that's one of the things I had to talk about in the show too, man. It's,
1: and how many did they have? Was it like five or six or something?
0: Five against, five against Kentucky.
1: I, it, 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 I mean, now's as good a time as ever, I guess. This offensive line – I, I've got to go back and listen to our podcast because I think there was a time when I was like, yeah, man, everything could be great, but I'm just a little worried about this offensive line. I never in my life dreamed that it would be like this. No, yeah. Like, if if I said that. I know you said that. And, and I was worried about it, I will guarantee you one thing. It, it was going to be like minor problems like – a mistake every now and again by one player. No, they're all, even the, even like Eli Cox, who we talked about last game, all, all midseason all American at guard got hurt last year, comes back at center. I'm sorry. You know, somebody's going to say, Oh, you don't know what you're talking about, but he is not as good. He's not as good at the center position as he is the guard. And I'm sorry, man, but that comes down to the coaches. Like, Yeah, you're trying to put a square peg in a round hole because you're worried about all the other positions. Like, you're like, well, we've got to make sure we get the ball back there, which is true. But I don't know how you can go out and get Derek Rosenthal from LSU in the transfer portal, lose three people to the NFL off the line, and then you don't upgrade. What are you doing? But. I mean, does that almost put them in the same boat as us, Willis? Like, oh, we had questions about the offensive line, but we never dreamed it would be like this. Does it put us in the same boat? As the coaches. No, that's not our jobs. No, but I'm saying, like, obviously, if they didn't do anything about it, then they thought they were good. And we, we like, even though we knew that they had new people starting in different positions, like – we still had questions too, but my God, I would have never guessed that we would just have people getting blown off the line of scrimmage. Some of this is not even this is not even a technique thing. I'm seeing people get their ass blown up yeah. on the line of scrimmage, like we ain't been in the weight room all summer, or we're tired, or you know, I, I have no idea, but, it, but I don't know that there's anything more frustrating. I mean, maybe drop passes. Or fumbles, you know, interception, something like that. But as far as just somebody doing their job on a play-to-play basis, it it kills me.
0: Yeah, it's it's awful. And I, since we're talking about the O line, I'm gonna go ahead and do our cat of the day, guys. We're we're on the O line train still because we want these guys to be like our past guys. And Jack, I'm not I'm not doing the song again because I'm pissed off. But it's cat of the day time. Jack, will you announce our cat of the day for this episode?
1: George Asafo J.
0: George Asafo J. folks.
1: A.K.A. Big George. A.K.A.
0: Big George. That is a guy you want on your O line. Let me tell you, back in 2015 as a freshman, he helped UK to 435 yards in his collegiate debut. Okay? 2016, he saw action in 12 of the 13 games. <clears throat> he was an integral part of the offensive line then, uh, which was named semifinalist for the Joe Moore Award, which recognizes the most outstanding offensive line.
1: What year was that, you said? That one
0: there was in 2016.
1: The Joe Moore Award?
0: Yeah, they were semifinalists for the award then. Our our boys this year are going to be a, about, about number 293 on that list. Uh, But he, anyway, he's about, ba- he's blocking for boom and Benny. Then uh, both got a thousand yards that year, Um, 2017. He was a key blocker for uh, Benny yet again, uh, w- making him the first player in school history to rush for a thousand yards in consecutive seasons. Yep. And 2018, he's a two time SEC offensive lineman of the week and graduating that year. He was a part of the senior class from 2015 to 18, who, Totaled uh, twenty nine wins, second most of any senior class since freshman came eligible in nineteen seventy two.
1: That's awesome. Yeah, That's and
0: awesome. in the seventh round in twenty nineteen by the New York Giants. That's my little background on Big George.
1: I really like that. I didn't realize some of those things, or I guess like maybe if I did hear them, like the Joe Moore Award, I do remember them being finalists for that. But you you kind of forget, and yeah. I guess it's funny too, Willis, because all of those guys – and I went th- – when you and I were talking about who we were going to do, I went back and looked at a bunch of depth charts because I was like, there there are more good offensive linemen. Like, we've been so good. Yep. There are more people we can do. And when I did that, I got on there and started looking. And really, there. <laughs> I mean, unless you're diehard and you keep up with the position, like you wouldn't know these people, and and so I guess what I'm trying to say is it's funny because people like Big George, he came in and I think he may have had a red shirt year. I don't know. I can't remember how you said the years worked out, but he was from Ohio. I think maybe Westchester, Ohio, Lima High School, um, or maybe it was Dakota Lakota West. But anyway. He came in, and was huge, like already cock swole. And when they're, I think when you have people come in that are solid, like they've already got the physical attributes, they've got the brain to keep up with it, learn the playbook, know their assignments. Mm -hmm. I think that when they do their job, like you don't even know about them. And so yeah. the, the yeah. fact that we know the – night which there's recency bias, like we're watching them play every week. But these people like David Wallabaugh, dude, the only reason we know your name is because – and I'm not saying this to be mean. This sounds really, really hateful. <laughs> but it's like, man, you started a game and really the the thing that everybody remembered was is that they couldn't start you the second one because – you just got blunt like beat every play yeah and so I think it goes to show that because we don't remember a bunch of the people off the offensive line but they've been so good like those things are, are they're I think they're deeply ingrained with one another I think that that this is uh another testament to like we've had all these good offensive linemen but you know they're not I hate to say they're not stars, but they're not stars. Like Darian Canard, he was a star. Like he was an American. And, and, um, oh, who's the center? Toth, but then the the one after him. Can't remember.
0: Yeah, got to have multiple choice for me, man. Sorry.
1: Woodford County. But anyway, uh, yeah. I don't know. I, we're, we're in bad shape, man. I mean, you know, you almost need somebody like Big George because he played tackle, and it's, it just makes you take those guys for granted or ma- makes you realize you took those guys for granted.
0: Yep, 100% right there.
1: I mean, what do you think? Like, these guys, you look at the depth chart, and you look at the size of these dudes that are playing, why are they getting blown up? I mean, it's almost it's, it's gotten to the point it's a confidence thing. I mean, not
0: I... two, two of them are seniors like we've talked about as well, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So the and I'm not saying he's going to go because I don't think he will. But, I mean, Eli Cox is draft eligible and he's a multi-position SEC offensive lineman starter, and if he hadn't gotten hurt last year, he probably would have been at least a second-team All-American at guard. So, I mean, I'm not – if you play multiple positions on the offensive line and you play them well and he hasn't had hardly any snap problems, knock on wood, it's been other stuff, but you can get drafted. Mm -hmm. And he'll pass all the tests of, you know – he, I've listened to him speak, and he can articulate – he knows what's going on. So, I don't know, man. Somebody somebody had a stat on Twitter or something where they were like – they were talking about all the people that left last year, Fortner, Canard, and Rosenthal. And they said something similar to what you and I both have kind of said. I don't know <laughs> – I don't know if they thought it was coming or not, but if you lose all that talent and then you don't feel like you need to upgrade, what does that say about the person that's coaching the position? Yeah. I mean, it's almost like that's a lackadaisical thing. Or are we being too hard on him and he came in at the, you know, at basically in the 12th hour and had to take over the position coach? He's not even recruiting his own guys until this coming year. And they won't be on the field until this time next year.
0: Is that the well, case?
1: Could be. But Keontae Goodwin is a beast. Yeah. And I'm sorry, Willis. Everybody keeps saying, oh, he's not ready. He's not ready. But well, Landon Young wasn't ready. He wasn't ready either. And they put – they, uh, Cole Swindell or whoever it was. <laughs> Cole Swindell. <laughs> there, was, was <laughs> there was a dude that – uh his last name was either Swindle or Swindell.
0: I think I remember Swindle.
1: And he, uh, he, he played. I think that's who got hurt, and uh, Landon Young had to come in for it in Swamp, Florida. So it's when does it get to the point like everybody says? Oh, he's not ready. Oh, he's just not ready. I mean, you just can't play him. If I hear one more person say that, I'm gonna throw up in my mouth. I just can't do it. What are you talking about? Of course he's not ready. None of them are. Take a no, look yeah. around. I mean, which you find me the one out there that's ready and we'll sit down and talk about it. Like, that's what I want to tell these people.
0: And he's already used up all his red shirt game. So, I mean, it's.
1: Yeah, they're pretty. <laughs> I don't know. And they all, all off season, all off season, we heard this thing of, yeah, well, that last offensive line coach, you know, he just didn't really rotate them like you should have. They just, they, they didn't get the reps. But this guy. He's going to be doing that. You know, rest Mm -hmm. assured, you're going to have these guys in there. Well, it's like you said, Willis. He's burned his red. The red shirt is burned. It's burned, man. It's burned right off his back. So don't even worry about that. Rotate. Yeah. We're we're not good. But he will never get better if he doesn't get some in-game experience. And maybe he'll show you he is better. Thank you. Yes. I mean, that's the thing, too. Maybe he's not as far behind as you think he is. You thought all these other guys were going to come in and be great. How'd that work out? I don't know. It's never as bad as it seems, and it's never as good as it seems. But, my God, it seems terrible. Yeah, no, it
0: good one's a four-star, right?
1: Five-star, I think. Five-star? He's a five-star? He was the highest ranked. So, like, all these people that are playing, all these freshmen – he was the highest ranked of all of them. I knew he was a big deal. I mean, shit, Key and
0: Brown out there are doing it too. So why can't he do it at his position? This is stupid.
1: He could, he could now, and I, I, I agree. It is harder for an offensive lineman. Okay, that like you're down there with grown men in the SEC. These are the biggest and most athletic. That's the thing. Okay, so take the yeah. cornerback or wide receiver position. Okay, yeah, they're big. I mean, they're bigger than you and me, obviously. Um, but I hate to say they're not a freak because they are an athletic freak if they're at that level. But mm-hmm. imagine somebody, Willis, being 300-and-something pounds but being able to run a four eight forty. Yeah. I mean, there's that's different to, I just feel like that's a little different. If he gets a hold of you, he is ripping your heart out and eating eating it in front of you. And you're having to you're you were just playing in high school and you're getting ready to go up against him. Good luck. Good luck. So yeah, I don't I mean, there is a difference, but yeah, he was uh okay, so on twenty four seven sports, which is what I go by. He is a four-star, but he was a five-star somewhere on some of the rankings. Okay. But either way, he yes. on, even on 24-7, he's ranked 38th in the country, in the class. Well,
0: he but needs telling, to
1: play more. You're telling me he can't play?
0: Put him in the game. Anyway, uh, long-winded stuff, guys, on the O-line and the – Negative stuff here, but shout out to Big George as our cat of the day. There, the Colonel line's not probably listening to us, but if you are and you know them, let them know it's time to step it up. Let the coach know it's time to it's time to give Keontae the ball, or not the ball, but <laughs> the the time.
1: Ain't fair, man. It ain't fair to Will, and then you have the quarterback come in, and everybody was pissed off at him. What do you want, like? <laughs>
0: I don't know though, but I mean I, I I guess it does make Will look good. Will can
1: Yeah does. still
0: do his thing with that old line being the trash it is.
1: He is bad. I mean, obviously, like Will Levis. Let's not try let's not downplay Will Levis. Right. Exactly right. Like he even though they're shitty, he's still like with him as a starter, we're four and one. So I mean anyway.
0: It's so stupid. We should easily be six. And oh my God, I can't stand this.
1: It, it's, it, it really is a crying shame. I mean, because oh, you're better than both of those teams. Yeah. And man, you
0: better have your A game when you go to Mizzou because they had Georgia till the end. And I'm, I don't know, man. And what <laughs> I don't, about Tennessee? Oh, it's
1: talk about them. They've been beating shit out of people.
0: I didn't want to talk about them, man. I, I'm i nervous as all get out for that one. Luckily, we still got one or two more before then. I don't know what the frick to think about it. I, when you and I both did this, you you had us having two losses. I had us having one, but not one of us picked this one, these two.
1: Oh no, no. Now I was torn on Ole Miss. I yeah. almost picked us to go nine and three, but I didn't. I thought we would win that game and to be quite honest we should have. Yep. But this one, no. No, never. You never no, should look look like we were playing the goon squad out there, you know.
0: And it hurt it hurts bad too, man. I, I remember back in it was either twenty sixteen or seventeen, I can't remember the year, but we went to South Carolina. And it was when Stoops was finally turning it around to the right direction. We went there, and we beat them, and it felt freaking good. Yep. And now it's vice versa. And it shouldn't even be at all, though, because we're just so – we should be so much better than they are right now. It it just freaking hurts. I hate it.
1: You know, I I think that, uh, like earlier when I said Stoops looked really defeated, I think that that's part of the reason why, like what you were just talking about, because I think he feels like every he's got everything he needs right there, the tools are there, mm-hmm. it's just that the, the cogs aren't really turning very smoothly. Like even even the quarterback dude, I'm sorry, but Barry and Brown and Dane Key both have been making great catches all year. Yeah, and. Just a couple of balls that they dropped. I mean, if you get your hands on it, and the announcer said, oh, that ball was wobbling a little bit. That makes it harder to catch. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yes, you're. as a matter of fact, you're exactly right. Yes, it does. But this is a human being that's playing D1 football in the SEC. Yeah. You're a starting wide receiver. If you get your hands on the ball, you probably need to catch it. As an old coach of mine said, reminded me of hit him in a bad spot, hit him in the hands. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. Oh, oh so, I, was, I was hoping you were going to go a little further. It, my bad. That my bad. It
0: hit you in the hands. That's where it needs to hit you. In. You know, sometimes
1: ADD kicks in. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I, th- I think he he kind of feels that way. Super defeated. And I saw some stupid idiot fans say that they were uh, selling the rest of their season football tickets, weren't even going to worry about, you know, next weekend and then the three weekends in November. Just ain't even going to worry about them. Gonna sell those four games and move on to basketball season, they said. Mm-hmm. So I hate that, number one. Uh, but number two, man, like we just talked about, if you lose, I'm, I'm not saying you will, but I'm, you, I'm saying you can, Georgia, Tennessee, and one more, like Mississippi State, yeah. Missouri, or whoever.
0: Tough one coming up that we
1: are the underdogs in now. Yep. Yeah. If we go seven and five with Will Levis and Chris Rodriguez and Dane Key and Barion Brown, and, and, all, and all those seniors and fifth-year players on defense, somebody needs their ass
0: kicked. Yeah. Yeah, that ain't going to cut it for me.
1: Like, you're going to have to beat Tennessee now, and you're yeah. going to have to beat Mississippi State and Missouri.
0: Oh, yeah, you got to beat them. And, and, I like, I don't – anything can happen. Bama has struggled against a couple, guys, couple teams this year, and – like we already talked about, Georgia struggled at Mizzou. So, anything can happen. It's a, a, It's got to be a perfect... It ain't perfect now, by any means, but it'll have to be a perfect from here on out. We pretty much just got to win out, I guess, because I don't want to say the SEC East trying to get that top spot there and going to the SEC Championship is out of the, out of the picture. It is, but... As as I said, perfect scenarios there, but
1: so how do you think we finish?
0: Shit, I don't, I don't even want to think about it, man.
1: If Will Levis is healthy,
0: I don't know, man. I it sucks because the competition is just going to keep getting harder, and we yeah. and, and we've struggled so much. Right, and let me let me just ask you this now, right here. I've I've been wanting to, I wanted to ask you this. So, what the hell is up with us, just? playing it cool in the first half and and literally I looked back at all six games. The game you and I were at, we we were only up three points on Miami of Ohio at the yeah. halftime. Freaking um, Gators, we were down uh three at halftime. Uh next up we got Youngstown 21 to zero there. We should have beat them 103 to zero. Um Northern Illinois, it was tie game at halftime. Uh freaking Omiss Miss I, was that one tie game at halftime? No, they were they were ahead of us at halftime.
1: I was about to say I can't remember, but I don't South think
0: South Carolina was another tie game at halftime. Why the hell are we waiting and despite this last game, why why are we waiting the second half to do shit? Why aren't we not just running and gunning at the beginning of this stuff and stealing the victory early? What
1: what the heck is going on? I don't think there's a good simple answer, in short. I think it's a lot of things. But I think that overall the offense has been underwhelming. I think everybody can probably agree (laughs) with that. Um, I'm not going to blame it on the offensive coordinator. I think in a lot of games he's done really good. I think that there have been some execution problems. And to be quite honest, Willis, if we're being realistic about it, then it's probably because we're playing more freshmen Man, probably. I mean, probably playing more freshmen or people that are their first-time starters than we, we ever. Have. since yes. Stoops. I mean, since we've been successful with Stoops, like the last six, seven years. I mean, so that's part of it. Like your execution's not going to be as good. Barry and Brown isn't going to be set at Ole Miss, and you know they're going to drop those passes sometimes, and. I mean, let's be honest, they've still been as good, if not better, than any receiving core we've had. So, it's like, no, nobody's telling them to get out of town, but I, I don't know. You know, you talk about starting hot in the first half, and we try to reverse on the very first play that if if on had gotten clean, you know, if they'd been able to block it right, and Chris had been able to get him the ball clean, I don't know. I haven't watched the film because I was so, you know, just out of sorts about the whole thing. But yeah. maybe he takes it to the crib. He's probably the fastest dude on most – on 90% of the fields he steps on against – I don't know. I I just – I don't know. Hmm. I was most disappointed by the defense. And I know, you know yeah. – them to pitch a shutout and stuff because your offense isn't doing much. But, my God, man, South Carolina, I mean, they're, they're, they're not good enough to pick you apart on defense. I'm sorry. Oh. And so, I think part of it also when you look at teams that are second-half teams, a lot of people, myself included, think that's a compliment to your coaching staff. because
0: yeah, that's true, too. You,
1: they get you in the locker room at halftime, and they adjust, and they adjust to win. We do that a lot, but I think South Carolina did that to us. Our defense was not as effective in the second half.
0: Eight hundred percent did that to us.
1: I would also like to know, and maybe you can tell me next week, what are the other teams that we what are what are these teams that we've been playing, Willis? What, what's their injury report? Are they missing three starters on defense? Are they missing their starting quarterback? And I'm not saying it's an excuse. It's not. We sh- you still should have beat both these teams. It's not an excuse. Yeah. Yep. But it is it's part of the story. So it does matter to me. Anyway, I'm kind of getting off track, but
0: No. Ain't.
1: It's just very disappointing. I mean, it's I don't expect us to be Alabama. And I I'm 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 not trying to be unrealistic. But the offensive line is killing us. It's
0: awful, and I got pissed off early in the year seeing people predict us going to the Music City Bowl, and yep. I, that's where we're headed if we go seven and five. I, I, I freak, I'm not accepting it. I hate it. God dang it! It's just not the show I wanted to give the people, man.
1: I'll be honest. I think that if we go seven and five and we go to a bowl game and. Maybe if we win, but definitely if we lose that ball game and go seven and six, somebody's getting fired.
0: Yeah.
1: And I'm not talking about stoops or the quarter. Right. But those position coaches, good get ready. Get ready, dog. Because the you told you wanna to talk about some breakdowns. And if nothing else, maybe it's recruiting. I mean, I hate to say that recruiting's falling off when you have your best class ever, but <laughs> Next year's not looking too hot, and the worst, arguably, the worst thing about this loss is they had their most loaded recruiting weekend of the entire year scheduled.
0: Oh, man. At that game?
1: For that South Carolina game, because they figured we'll beat the shit out of them. The atmosphere will be great. Nope. You got embarrassed.
0: Bit of a turn of events as we recorded last year, hyped that uh, Vince called. Key, well, and, while they were celebrating that win, wow! That's another
1: thing that just pissed me off. Dang, Key, they wanted him, and he comes here, and then he loses. That just that whole thing, just everything about this whole deal, just yeah, gave me
0: oh yeah. It, it sucked. It's it's like everybody's laughing at us again, like when the freaking basketball team lost to St. Peters, man.
1: Hell, I'm laughing at us. Yeah. Now, you said something about basketball. Well any of that pro day.
0: Well, I was gonna get we'll get to that in a little while. Let's let's finish this football BS and then we'll get to basketball. All
1: right, man. Whatever
0: you well I, well, I just wanna do that first. Um uh, uh, first thing here is I saw Kentucky two in APPO. And I, I honestly, I thought they deserved to fall out of it. But that's cool. They were 22. I'm glad to see that. But they're tied with Texas at 22. Since when does AP tie people for a number?
1: I saw that, too, and I immediately said out loud, never heard of such. I don't think it, to my knowledge, I've never in my life seen that at any any of the 25 numbers. <laughs> I have never heard that. Tied for 22nd. whoop de
0: doo That's stupid as hell. What?
1: How about this? Just make up one of
0: them 22 and one of them 23. Yeah, make us 23. Damn, we don't deserve to be 22.
1: Yeah, I thought that was.
0: I just didn't know if you'd ever seen that, and I guess you haven't.
1: Nope, never, never in my life.
0: Before we get into transitioning to basketball here, which we have better things, we have happier things to talk about. I just want to say one thing, and it's just like. You you don't like my opinion sometimes when it comes to the basketball games early in the season when I'm like I don't care if we win or lose blah 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 or even I'll even go further in the SEC tournament I say I don't care if we lose that one I would no. love to win them I winning I want to win every game we can is what I I want to say that right here right now but it just sucks that football man you you when you lose. Sometimes it's over, and it, I don't want to say it's over right now. Like I said earlier, if all the good things happen, you know, we could still turn the season around to something good, but we got a lot of tough teams ahead, and it just sucks, man, because, like, like, I, I mean, when some, you got Duke early in the season, win or lose basketball-wise here. Who cares? Maybe we'll meet them in March. Maybe we'll go further than them in March. But, like, football, you don't freaking get that, man. You, you lose, and then you're – you're getting yourself a crappier bowl game than potential playoff run or or high bowl game, man. I I don't, I don't know. I just I I hate that. I don't know what I'm trying to say here. I just I I, I hate these freaking lo- the losses in football. Suck a lot worse than basketball. Let me they you. they
1: they do hurt worse. You're not wrong. And when you lose, well, I don't know. Maybe this is stupid, but. There's almost no chance or very little chance of coming back because right there the other teams in front of you. I mean, unless it's like the first week of the season, they're not gonna look. They're not gonna continue to lose those yeah. good football teams. Right. They don't ever have four or five losses. You're talking about a couple of losses here, mm-hmm. so you know it's just very hard to come back from. I will say, it is- go ahead.
0: Oh yeah, I, I mean, you—it is—and twenty games into the basketball season, you lose your fifth game. Mm-hmm. We still got some good stuff to po- hopefully look forward to, but yep. but now I'm just I'm down and thinking this shit's over almost.
1: Well, and and you're right, basketball is different, and uh, the losses as we're talking about them in this context do not matter as individual losses as much in basketball as they do in football. I will agree. Yeah. Now that's not talking about the mindset or the tradition or anything of Kentucky. It's, it's just a broad point of view that, that, you know, that point. But, uh, I do think that it's worth mentioning Willis that since the losses hurt that much more, that's, the wins they mean more too, yep. you know what I mean, like when you beat even if it's a bad South Carolina team, when you beat them like an s e c win is a big deal in football,
0: especially in in your division,
1: yep, so
0: and now we got a loss there
1: <clears throat> yeah i don't I don't like it now i I will say this, I love rivalries, I wanna hate you. You know what I'm saying? if we're competing against each other, I can't really I can't really get into it totally unless I hate you yeah or unless I'm chasing some sort of like a perfect season like I didn't really hate Wisconsin, but I do now, yeah <laughs> so you know I, I do think that it's good for us in South Carolina because this is not gonna sit well. And Stoops will not forget this, and Shane Beamer won't either. Sure won't. So, that that, that is exciting because Louisville's getting ready to lose their coach, and they're going to be on another disaster surge because they're going to have to pay him his buyout, and then they're going to have to go pay a new coach, and they're on the brink of financial disaster. So, it, uh, it's going to be interesting with them.
0: That buyout stuff is crazy to me, man. If you know the the season you're at already is not not going well, just don't make it don't make it worse than throw somebody millions of dollars. Just write it out and figure it out later. I agree,
1: man. I agree. That's crazy.
0: But all right, we can move to basketball now if you're ready for it, because you you were just speaking of rivalries. I'm gonna take it here now then. Oh, uh, that Kentucky-Gonzaga stuff. I, I guess we're about to start a little rivalry there. Six years, man, series announcement. That's that's kind of cool at the, at one sense, but also what if Gonzaga sucks in a, in a few years? Because, I mean, Cal Perry's got a swagger back on the recruiting, so who, who knows what they're going to be? Uh, what's your takes, brother?
1: Well, you know me. Somebody will make a point, and I immediately think of what could be the opposite of that. Okay. And so there's also a chance that this catapults Gonzaga if they, you know, beat us Touché. in these games, which I don't like. Right. But here's the reality. I I've seen some stuff where somebody posted something this has gotta be the stupidest thing ever. We've got a. b I've got a good friend, he's a good buddy of yours too, John Ed Cessna.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> he's a Kansas fan. Yeah. And I love John Ed. And there are a lot of really cool things about Kansas, you know, basketball and that program and the history and stuff. And uh, obviously they're just coming off national championship. And Bill Self's a great coach, Hall of Famer. Um, Lots of good things. I saw something the other day that said that that was the best job in the nation. And I thought to myself, this is the biggest load of bullshit I've ever heard in my life. (laughs) So, um I guess what I'm getting to is I think that we almost undeniably are the best tradition the best program in college basketball. Yeah. And and I know people could make counterpoints and we would both have foot you know a leg to stand on with our points. But I and obviously I'm biased and so are they. But I think my argument is pretty good. Mm-hmm. OK, so um, I, I, in a long winded way of saying this, I think we have got to play good team. There's no well, we'll play a bunch of teams that suck and we'll try to have 30 win seasons that way. No, no, I want it. First off, you like you just talked about with the uh, you and I disagreeing on like the losses thing. If it's not a thirty-win season, I don't want any part of it.
0: I'm with you there. I'm with you there too.
1: And really, it needs to be a thirty-five-win season. And I don't want to get there by playing somebody that's a nobody. I want to get there by Anthony Davis blocking a North Carolina player shot at the buzzer. Beautiful. I get there with John Wall, you know, crossing somebody up, or uh, De'Aaron Fox breaking down Lonzo Ball in front of everybody. Like, yes, sir. I'm I, I, I those that's what I want, and so, just my opinion. I think this Gonzaga thing is great for that reason because they've been successful, and I want us to have a chance at saying, "Hold on now, <laughs> yeah, you you've been successful, but let's not forget who you know where you stand in the pecking order." Yeah. the The one thing to go along with that quickly is that. I feel like Gonzaga, all these – I saw the stat of them being the most at number one since whatever year. Okay, yeah, because you don't play anybody. Right, right. (laughs) You don't play anybody. So, yeah, yeah. I'm glad somebody did put some pressure on them. Somebody needs to give Calipari a round of applause. yeah. Because in a way, he's like forcing Mark Few's hand, but it's also – it makes him look good, like, with our fans for getting a good game.
0: Yeah, I didn't even think about that, man. All them freaking, all the years are number one all the time, yeah, man. A
1: bunch of bullshit, yeah, because you're not playing. You're not in the Champions Classic. You're not in the CBS Classic. Oh. You're not playing home a home-and-home with Kentucky normally. You know, you're not doing those things. So, And we do that with a bunch of people. Like, we won't, and it's changed some since these classics and whatnot have come in, but... You know, think about North Carolina, like I just said, being in Rupp Arena when, when Anthony Davis blocked that shot. Yeah, Him saying, this is my house. You know, I mean, Gonzaga, when does Gonzaga get that? They play Kansas? They play Duke? UCLA? No. No. So, you know, and I'm not saying that there aren't other good teams. Obviously, there are. But you get the point. Oh, yeah. So I like it. Yeah, that'll be, that'll be a good little series. And they better have their bags packed because this team looks good. Did you see any of that Pro Day stuff?
0: I, I was trying to look at some of the uh the numbers on the stuff that Matt tweeted well, out.
1: Just let me help you out here, bud. Okay. I've got something for you.
0: Oh, yeah. Help help us out, brother.
1: Okay. I, saw, I watched a video. Of Damian Collins, and he could put a corner on top of the backboard.
0: Oh, I, I can't wait. Yeah.
1: And I'm not even kidding. Do you know what his max vertical is?
0: Uh, I got it in front of me, but I ain't looking at it yet. 46
1: so. and a half freaking inches. Oh, the man is almost jumping four feet into the air. <laughs> four feet,
0: Willis. I'm I'm excited to see that with Damian. I got, I got about 10 basketball cards autoed with him on it, so I hope he's just a stud, man. Uh,
1: also, I think this is notable. Of course, Jacob I, Toppin is only an inch and a half off at 45.
0: I was about to say that because I'm looking at it now, yeah.
1: But Casey Wallace at 42 is going to be lethal. Well
0: about Kareem at 43, though? Yeah. You yeah. know
1: he won the dunk contest one year. Did he?
0: Yeah. Wow. Well, Casey Wallace gonna be a
1: freaking stud, man. Also, Oscar with them damn big ass hands, boy. And him and Uganda Kingsley have the same wingspan, even though Uganda's a little taller, I think. And yeah, because Uganda's standing reach is. uh... Well, they don't have Oscars
0: listed. But are we getting some PT from him? this year uh,
1: i mean i don't know i i mean maybe not but cj frederick just got hurt again yeah and i'm not uh-huh. saying anything serious hopefully it's not and that's what smart money's probably on but he seems like a very fragile human being I he- know, man. oh man so that maybe that means that uh you know Kason is at the two Chris is at the three, and then you're playing um, Oscar at the five, of course, and so then you're you're between Damian and Jacob, but they're both going to get minutes if you're playing like, like one of them as a six man, because Jacob oh. could play the three too, or the, he could play the three as well.
0: Damn, zero at forty one on that max vertical jump.
1: He might mess around and end up being good.
0: I th- I think so, and 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 many episodes back, we were talking about somebody coming back with this team. Mm-hmm. He's definitely going to be that dude, and I hope he's a stud in the years to come.
1: Mm-hmm. He's, got know, a, got he's got a he's got a six eleven wingspan, bro, and he's six six. Who has the seven three? Damian Collins got a seven three wingspan.
0: God, I hope, I hope he balls out, man.
1: I guess Oscar and Uganda have seven fours, but still, that's <laughs> he's got that, but he's only six eight. Well, yeah, I say <laughs> that, but Oscar's only six eight.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true, isn't it? Damn.
1: I guess Oscar is a little bit more of a physical specimen than a... kind of think about those big ass hands and then a seven four wingspan. He got a 33-inch vertical, which is not great.
0: At this moment, I am still excited at at what the football team can finish out. But, man, I, I, I'm i getting more and more excited about what this ball team is going to do.
1: Yeah. I think we can be good. Who the hell is Walker Horn? You know, I've never heard of him until I just looked, but uh... – Oscar only has CJ Frederick beat by one inch and then he's got oh. the guy beaten by a little bit too thing before we wrap up here. Um why did Chris Rodriguez only have five carries in the second half? It's,
0: it's gonna sound this is gonna sound bad, but until this moment right here, I did not know that. Well what else what else was happening? I I, I was as you know, I was at your daughter's birthday party. Then I went to my friend, our friend Alec. I went to his house to meet his new child. Mm-hmm. I was—we were watching the game, but we were in the house with four children, so a lot of stuff was going on. I did not realize that he only carried the ball five times in the second half. Are you freaking kidding me? What else did we do with the ball?
1: I believe that I believe that is correct, but I don't know it as you know, hundred percent fact because I just saw the stat somewhere. Like I—I I haven't looked at the box score. Like I saw somebody put it on Facebook or tweet or wow. something. So I don't know. I don't and he still had a hundred yard game. So I don't know what we were doing.
0: We're also 0 2 with him back, man. That sucks for him.
1: Yeah, it does. You know, the the only good that could come out of this at this point for me is if him and Will come back for a fifth year. But Will can't do it, man, because he's gonna be drafted too high.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's sadly that is the case for Will.
1: But they both have a they both have a COVID year left.
0: I don't think Will could do it.
1: I don't think he could either.
0: And I don't blame him.
1: Chris Rodriguez could though.
0: He wants that record, maybe he will.
1: Yeah, maybe so. Well, I I enjoyed it. It makes me feel better we get on here and rant. Yeah, me
0: too, man. I don't even know what all we said this episode, but I hope you guys enjoyed it. Yeah. Well, I enjoyed recording it. We'll talk to you next Saturday or Sunday, hopefully after a win over Mississippi State.
1: Exactly right. Go Cats. What you talking, mate? Look at